the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. In just a few short days, many people around the world will celebrate Christmas. The question that needs to be asked is, what are people celebrating? With commercialism at an all-time high and the world focusing more on Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and Great Thursday, Pastor Rander thinks it's time to point out the true meaning of Christmas. Now let's listen in. What are you seeking this Christmas? What are you seeking this Christmas? The shepherds rushed to search for the Savior and they found him. Now found, the word found in the Greek means to find after a search. The word found in the Greek means to find after a search. The shepherds hurried to search for the baby and found him lying in a manger, which was a long open box, a trough for livestock to eat from. From the poverty of Jesus's humble birth emerges the miracle in which the redemption of humanity is mysteriously provided. Wow. Notice the shepherds did not have a star to guide them like the wise men. No star. They had to seek, look, and keep on looking. They had to search and seek out for a baby wrapped in cloths who had just been born. The shepherds found Christmas because they went looking for Jesus. No one ever arrives at a desired destination while moving in the wrong direction. You're not going to get to Houston driving toward California. <laughs> he said, I can't find Houston. You, you, you're going the wrong direction. Go, go east. <laughs> if you're not seeking Christ, you are headed in the wrong direction. The wisest thing we can do this Christmas is to seek Christ the Christ of Christmas while he is near. Like the shepherds, those who truly seek him shall find him. Those who truly seek the Lord Jesus shall find him. Luke chapter 2 verse 16 says, and they came in a hurry and found their way to Mary and Joseph and the baby and he lay in the manger. Today, if you are struggling with your spiritual life, if you're struggling with circumstances beyond your control, may, perhaps you're struggling with past failures and sins. Perhaps you're struggling with deficiencies and inconsistencies. Perhaps you're doubting your faith or you lack faith. Perhaps you're struggling with anger and you just still uh, anger over something devastating happened to you or something that was quite unfair. Or perhaps you're struggling with an addiction that keeps 
having its way over you. Or perhaps it's a bad attitude, a spiritual regression. And many other things that I can't even call, whatever you're struggling with, you need to hurry up and seek Jesus, who is the great problem solver and who is the great one who is able to help you in the time of need. Number five, the shepherds witness for Christ. The shepherds witness for Christ. In Luke 2, 17 through 18, it says, when they had seen him, they made known the statement which had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed about the things which were told them by the shepherds. The shepherds witnessed to Christ. They witnessed for Christ. They witnessed sharing openly, unashamedly, what they had seen and heard. They, they, they didn't witness what somebody else told them. They witnessed the account that they had seen for themselves. When good news come to you, it is very difficult to keep it to yourself. After seeing the baby, The shepherds were the first messengers to proclaim the arrival of the Messiah. They spread the word by giving witness to what they saw. And those who heard were amazed. The shepherds were bearers of good news about the Christ child. After the shepherds found Christ, they went out to share the good news about the Savior. Now, we must seize our God moment and take advantage of this special time of the year to share the good news of the birth of our Lord. Because many are more open to the gospel during the Christmas season. Are you sharing Christ with those who cross your path, particularly in the Christmas season? Or are you so consumed with dispensing negative news that you really don't have control over? See, what kind of negative news? Well, uh, perhaps you're talking about China's aggression to become the dominant superpower. Or perhaps you're talking about America, massive supply chain disruption resulting in delay shipments and empty grocery store shelves. Perhaps you're talking about travel restrictions, the border crisis, the violent flash mobs, the school shootings. And it can go on and on and on. Beloved, you will not have or experience the joy of this Christmas being consumed by such things. Rather, be intentional about maintaining your focus on the Christ of Christmas who will produce the joy of Christmas. Did you hear what I said? You must be focused in maintaining your focus on the Christ of Christmas who will produce the joy of Christmas. Number six, another significant thing about the shepherds is this. The shepherds worshiped God. They worshiped God. Luke 2.20 says, Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told them. When the shepherds met the babe, they worshiped him and left his presence in a spirit of worship. Now, when you truly come to church and you truly mean business for God, listen, you leave here in a spirit of worship. 
How can you not worship when you hear that young lady sing the way she sang and hear those kids do the percussion, the, the percussions the way they did and the songs of Zion sung by the congregation and on and on. Listen, when you truly meet the Savior in the house of God, you will leave in a spirit of worship. After seeing the Savior, the shepherds left glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told them by the angel. The shepherds rejoiced because they believed that the baby born in the city of David was the Savior who is Christ the Lord, the Son of the living God. You cannot truly rejoice until you believe that Jesus is God and ask him to come into your heart. You cannot truly worship until you first have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, a personal encounter. The shepherds had a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ. The shepherds who were seekers of the Messiah, when they found him, did not leave the same way they came. When you come into the house of God, do you leave the same way? I I, I came to church. I didn't get nothing. He didn't say nothing. The choir didn't sing nothing. I I didn't feel that prayer. Have you ever thought about the fact that the issue just may be you? And Satan doesn't mind you having perfect attendance as long as you leave just like you came. Just like you came. When you experience God in this house, there is a spirit of worship. Matter of fact, you're not so, you know what? When you encounter God, you're not so quick to even rush out of here. The Holy Ghost make you linger around. You're not dashing to your car to be the first one out the driveway so you won't have to encounter the, the traffic. Gotten such a hold on you, sometimes you just sit in that seat and you just flabbergasted. You just are. You just, you, 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 you just overcome. You don't know what to do with yourself because God has arrested you in here. God, God, you leave differently. You don't leave out of here and then cuss somebody out. You don't leave out of here and mistreat your husband and talk down your wife and gossip all over the place. When you leave out of here, that's conviction. That's soul searching. There's worship. To the glory of God. How do you leave out of this house of worship and then not speak to your husband? And you talk to everybody else in the church. Don't speak to your wife, but talk to everybody else. Shake everybody's hand. They think you all of that, but you ain't all that. If you can't talk to your husband the right way in that car, at the house, or, or, or vice versa, then be quiet and pray in here. Be quiet and pray. Be quiet and pray. Be quiet and pray. Matter of fact, come to the altar quickly. (laughs) They were transformed by the personal experience of meeting the Savior of the world. Uh, Why were, let's transition. Why were the shepherds praising God? Why were the shepherds praising God? Well, uh, a, the shepherds were praising God because he loved them unconditionally. Even though they were despised, God loved the shepherds. He loved them unconditionally. Even though they were treated as outcasts, God loved those shepherds. 
Even though these shepherds had no value before men, they had value before God and God loved them. However, before, before God, they had purpose. They had value. Be it known to you today, God loves you with an unconditional love, and there is absolutely nothing you can do to cause him to love you any more or any less. He loved the shepherds unconditionally. He loves you when folk give up on you. He loves you. You are loved by God. You will always be loved. It's an eternal love. It's an everlasting love. B, the shepherd's hearts were filled with praise because they chose to believe what they heard from the angel and experienced great joy. The shepherd's hearts were filled with praise because they chose to believe what they heard from the angel and experienced great joy. Beloved, your attitude, your behavior, your disposition, your conversation, your old habits and lifestyle will not change until you hear the gospel, believe the gospel, and receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't expect change apart from the gospel. That's right. Entertainment can't change you. No. Fun can't change you. Money can't change you. People can't change you. Only Jesus can change you. Many saints today leave the worship celebration indifferent. They leave spiritually dry. They leave lukewarm. They leave spiritually hungry. Uh, they leave in a rush to watch the big game. They, they leave the worship, ho- the, the house of God upset over what they did not like, complaining about the length of service. They leave without passion. They are unenthusiastic because they willfully chose not to receive what they heard. But the shepherds left the presence of God, glorifying and praising him. Can that be said of you when you leave the house of God? Why were the shepherds praising God? The shepherds were praising God because they met the Savior. They met the Savior. My friend, there is no salvation without the Savior. There's no joy without the Savior. There's no peace without the Savior. There's no hope until you meet Jesus. We praise God because of the gift of the Lord Jesus Christ. Once you've met the Savior, he transforms your life and makes you a new creation for his glory. Have you met the Savior? Have you been born again? 2 Corinthians 5, 17 says, Therefore, if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Beloved, don't you dare live and die without accepting Jesus as your King, Savior, Lord, and God of your life. In closing, the same Christ who was born to make salvation available to lowly shepherds is available to you today. He's the same God. He says the same God way back then, all those thousands of years ago. You've got to realize God is eternal. He's the same God. He says, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. The same God that made salvation available for those lowly shepherds has made salvation available for each of you today.
For the scripture says in Luke chapter 2, verse 11, for to you in the city of David, there has been born to you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Now listen, for there is born to you. I want you to get that. Look, for there is born to you is the key to the text. Christ is no respecter of persons. He died to make salvation available to lost humanity, regardless of your ethnicity. He died for you, regardless of your education, your accomplishment, your financial status. God loves you enough that he died for you. Regardless of your wicked ways, drugs, alcohol, sexual immorality, your hate, your anger, your unforgiving spirit, your addiction, the sinfulness of your past, God is able through the shed blood of Jesus to wash your sins away. Be like the lowly shepherds. Receive and believe the good news of Jesus. Jesus did not come to save the tree. Now you get in, you get in trouble for messing with these trees. Jesus did not, you, 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 you better, don't you just mess with these trees? But Jesus didn't die to save a tree. He died on a tree. That's right. But, but, but it wasn't a tree that, it wasn't, it wasn't a tree that saved us. It was Jesus on that tree that saved us. Jesus didn't come for the owl. He didn't come for the polo bear or any other endangered species. Sadly, for many Animals have more uh, value than babies. You mess with certain animals, you abuse a dog or cat, they'll throw you in jail. And you can go to Planned Parenthood or somewhere else and, and, and kill a baby and they think nothing of it. it it's sad that, that they'll come after you with blazing fury. Now, I'm not saying kill dogs and string them up and all cats and all that. Don't do that. That's ugly. That's, that's mean. Don't be, you got to be careful how you treat dumb, dumb animals. You know, God, those are God's creation, too. They just don't have the value you have. But the, 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 the worth of a child, a baby, a senior citizen, we ought not believe in euthanasia. That's right. That's right. You, you ought not believe... And, and, and self-killing and self-murder and all of these things, that's, that's of the devil. The, the Lord brought you in this world and he knows how to release you from this world and he doesn't need your help. He doesn't need your help. He doesn't need your help. Don't you let the world confuse you about abortion. I mean, you better be for pro-life. You, you better be for, for the unborn? Amen. I mean, uh, 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 listen, that's the greatest injustice was when a baby is not, you're talking about racism. I think that's the greatest source of racism is when a child is not born to be black or white, brown or whatever color. And look how quiet it got in here. I want to know what in this church is wrong with you. I should have the strongest amen on this side of the Mississippi River. But some of y'all choke. If, if I'm speaking the truth, why don't you say amen? amen? That was still weak. You know what? Y'all got too much media in you. You got too much politics in you. You got too much political party in you. And this stuff, has you, you, you've heard the lie over and over until you begin to believe the lie. 
That baby has worth. That baby has value. And if your mama did you like that, you wouldn't be here today. Why don't you say amen? Why don't you say amen? Now, you, you get choked all you want to. Just get choked. Only the truth going to set you free. Murder is sin. It is sin. A Down syndrome baby has every right to come into this world as a baby that is not Down syndrome. The good news is that Jesus was born to you in order to carry out God's redemptive plan for you. Jesus lived for you. He hung on a cross for you. Jesus suffered for you. He bled for you. He died for you. He was buried for you. And he rose from the grave for you and me. This verse gives us the assurance. It gives us comfort and hope for those who are weary, fretful, depressed. This verse unto you gives us hope if we're sick, grieving the death of a loved one, or perhaps even suicidal. Jesus came for you. Christ, the Lord, was born for you. This same Jesus is preparing a home in heaven for you and will one day come back for you if you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. He's coming back for you. You say, how do you know? Because of what the scripture says. John 14, 3 says, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. And all God's children said, amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, Thank you for this message about the shepherds, the angel, the response of the shepherds. Help us not to get so used to the Christmas account that it no longer speaks to us in a fresh new way. And Father, my heart breaks for believers who have allowed so much of the culture and the world and the philosophies of this system to clog up their thinking and their and their spiritual perspective until they can't even affirm truth Father, help us to come to the realization that in heaven there will be no politics, no Planned Parenthood, no aging process, no death, no suicide, no depression, no loneliness, no racism, no hate, no hurt, no tears. No sickness, no hospitals, no death. 
No more caskets. No more cemeteries. No more funeral homes. No more bad news. Help us to look beyond all the bad news and see good news that unto you is born this day a Savior who is Christ the Lord. May we not deviate the least little bit and may we stand and not be ashamed of the gospel of Christ for it is our blessed hope in Jesus name and all God's children said you here today and know not the Lord Jesus Christ today's a good day to get right with the Lord you know what your presence today is not an accident God ordered your presence today And you get to decide whether you're going to receive Jesus and make that step forward unashamedly and say, give me Jesus. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You say, I'm I'm saved, but but I don't have a church home a place where I can grow, a place where I can be nurtured and held accountable, a place that will preach to me the the truth without wavering. As committed children of the only true and living God, we walk by faith and not by sight. Life on earth is not easy. Yet, even in the midst of trials and tribulations, we have joy, hope, peace, strength, and God's blessed assurance as we face trials. Best yet, we look forward to hearing our Savior say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, and eternal life with our Lord and Savior. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.